Hi guys, it's Kelly. Quick disclaimer before we get started with the episode. I was in a really weird echoey room this week and I apologize for the not so great audio. I'll be back in my recording studio slash closet starting next week. Thanks. Bye. I forgot to mention it last week, but I've been watching Hacks on HBO. Uh, It's a comedy, like HBO does comedies, where they're always like dark comedies. It's It's a half hour, and it's got Gene Smart, who I freaking love, who has been in like everything lately. She plays like a Vegas comedian who's been like doing a Vegas show for 50 years kind of deal. Oh, no, because she's not that old. And then she gets, her career's kind of tanking, and then she gets paired up with this young 20-something writer from Hollywood who made a tweet that was offensive, and, like, she was canceled kind of deal. So she has nothing. So she's trying to look for a job so that they paired the two of them up together to kind of make the Vegas ladies joke, or her set be a little more... I don't know, modern day or whatever, just to juice it up a little bit. And it's just that's great. The dynamics between the two of them is fantastic. And they are just, I don't, I don't know who the younger lady is. I've never seen her before, but she's really good. And Jean Smart is, she can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, they put her in some gaudy, like she does like the QVC home shopping deal and they put her in like the gaudy stuff. But then she can be sexy as hell. I don't know how old she is, but she can get it. She, <laughs> she's a good looking lady. Other than that, I am currently looking for a new background noise show to watch because I watched Broad City, which I watched a couple of them before and I wasn't really into it, but I just started watching it and I got hooked and I just finished it and now I'm sad, so I need something new. I got nothing. I got nothing for you. I know. That's sorry. Nice. Sorry. Hi, everybody. Welcome to That So Original Podcast. I'm Kelly in a weird room. I'm sorry if it sounds weird. And I'm here with Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, I'm in my room. It's always weird. (laughs) (laughs) And we are talking about something even weirder than the rooms we're in. We're talking about episode two of Cruel Summer, A Smashing Good Time. Is it, though? Is it? Yeah, I don't don't know how... Okay, I guess I got. I guess I can see how that goes. I'm like, how does that relate? Mm, I kind of get it. I like guess. three seconds of the episode. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right. I'll start us off this time. I think it is my turn. Is I it? don't know. Go ahead. I think so. Okay. Sure. So again, I think we're gonna start every episode with these modem sounds and the Fargo esque on screen text about when these events took place. So we're starting in 1993. We're getting the Kate Wallace story uh, during this episode. So we're with Kate and her mom. And her mom, you guys, do you know who her mom is? It's Andrea Anders, otherwise known as the soon-to-be ex-wife of Ted Lasso. So, Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know who I was thinking of her is that... (laughs) 
It's really sad. She was in the Joey spinoff that came out after Friends. Oh, God. Imagine <laughs> being known for the Joey spinoff. I watched it. I liked it. Uh, it was awful. I watched it, too. She also happens to be the only person on the show, really, who has a Texas accent, which is right. <laughs> yeah. So her mom, who calls her Katie Cat, has given her a leotard that is straight out of the 80s for her to wear. Yeah, not 90s. No, no. Uh, They're going to step class, which I had to look into. I was like, was step class still a thing in the 90s? It was, apparently. It was actually pretty popular. So Yeah, I remember doing it in gym class. Oh, did you? In in high school, yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Well... Kate sits down at her dresser, and she's putting on lip gloss and smiling at herself, like, who's so pretty? You're so pretty. No, you're so pretty. (laughs) So cut to 1994 with Kate sitting at her dresser looking very despondent. And her mom comes in to tell her that Jamie and her friends are coming over to visit later. Could she please, at the very least, throw on some earrings? She's like my mother, who was like, if only she had earrings on, that, I mean, that was it. She had to at least have earrings on if she could do nothing else. So Kate's like, my friends? And her mom says, yeah, Renee. And I was like, hey, that's her name. I did the and same thing. <laughs> her mom tries to put in some earrings, but they won't go in. And she's like, oh, I guess your ears must have closed up. And Kate finishes, while I was locked in a basement. <laughs> and it's just so weird. So and dumb. I, was like, I haven't worn earrings in years, and I could still shove one through these holes. I don't I don't know what kind of super healing powers Kate has, but whatever. So her mom's like, well, that's no problem. I'll just re-pierce your ears right here. Let me go get a hot needle and some tissues. Well, she didn't say the hot needle part, but she did go get some tissues. And Kate starts humming to herself like a psycho while her mom like jams the earrings I, I was like ear. this is savage like <laughs> I, I mean what the hell how much more trauma does this girl need to <laughs> your friends are here it's, to. it's so great to see you as blood's dripping off her ear <laughs> oh yeah my mom repairs so <laughs> it's very important to her that i wear earrings i just got out of basement yesterday but this was the important <laughs> thing that we needed to do but don't i look cute <laughs> <laughs> So now we're cutting to 1995, and now we have we have emo Jeanette and we have emo Kate too. Right. And so emo Kate is dancing around outside at night in front of a truck that is blaring the Cranberries Zombie, which is a good song. I'm not saying anything about it, but she's got like slightly shorter hair now, which is how you can distinguish her, and dark eye makeup, dark red lipstick, and Converse. So we know she's seen some shit. Okay. It, it's pretty clear. I put she's wearing chucks and a flannel, so she's obviously very troubled. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, was, that was my that was your thing in high school. <laughs> oh look, it's Tiffany. So whoever is in this truck does not come out and dance with her, even though she's like, "Come on, it's so fun!" And she's slow mo twirling to the song. It, this show got really weird really quick, mm-hmm. and. She gets distracted by one of the headlights. She's just sitting there staring at it. It's beaming her in the face. And it flashes her back to humming in the basement where she was held. And she hears police sirens and she thinks that they're coming for her. But no, they just keep going. Poor Kate. Yeah, I notice there's chicken wire over those basement windows now that Jeanette was looking at when she was down in there. (sighs) Well, he planned ahead for, I don't know, weird. So weird. Back to 1993. 
Kate and her mom are doing their step aerobics. And in the back of the class is Jeanette and her mom. And they are not in the nice neon skin tight leotards. They are in like big sweatshirts and they're very super awkward. And Jeanette can't keep up and she can't do the moves. She's me at every step of aerobics class ever. (laughs) (laughs) But Kate waves at her in the mirror and smiles like, you're doing great. Keep it up. (laughs) And after class, Kate's mom says, "Woo, Billy Ray Cyrus gets her hot and bothered even without exercise. Woohoo. And I was like, oh, honey. Yeah. 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 And then her mom, and Kate's like, gross, because uh, Kate is all of us. And she's like, don't be a prude, kitty cat. She's got to keep it tight for her father or he'll run off with one of his football fans. And um, she's like, so now we kind of get a backstory of Kate and her mom. She says that the town's not kind of divorced women. We'd have to go back to buying generic and going thrift shopping. Like, oh, the horror. Oh, no. <laughs> and here comes Jeanette's mom, like the total stalker that she is, and going, Joyce Wallace, fancy meeting you here. It's not like I watch which classes you go to each week and then book the spot <laughs> at all of them. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. And she's like, oh, I love your highlights. Eve, whatever, Clairol number whatever. And she's like, I'm a box number 72 myself. And Joyce is like, I wouldn't know. I go to a stylist. And she's like, oh, right. I'm poor. Well, they have this awkward exchange. And uh, the mo- obviously, Jeanette's mom wants to be friends with Kate's mom because she's the upper crust. And they're just kind of, you know, middle class, whatever. And Kate is just annoyed by her mother. And she looks at Jeanette. And she's like, oh, nice necklace. And obviously, it's the go gr- you go girl necklace. And yes. Jeanette, Jeanette, like, loses her cool, oh, my God, I got it the other day when we were at the mall. You know, my friend gave it to me when you were looking at me and you said hi to me and you said happy birthday. Remember that day? Remember it? Remember it? <sighs> and she doesn't remember it because she doesn't care. And Jeanette's mom's like, well, we should do a girl's day. Obviously, you guys have talked to each other once. And obviously, we're all friends. And and <laughs> you see Joyce's face is like, ew. And they say, no, 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 we're just so busy. And Kate says, hey, it, you know what? That sounds fun. Let's do it. And her mom says, oh, you know what? We'll call you. Totally, we'll call you. And then they walk away. And she's like, we are not calling them. <laughs> And I was like, wow, rude. So 1994, Kate is laying in a tub, fully dressed, completely underwater, (laughs) when um, Jamie comes in and, like, freaks out because he thinks she's dead. Pulls her out of the water and she's like, and she just immediately starts in a conversation. She's like, I've been thinking about all the things I've missed, like, the last few months, like, Whataburger, my favorite sweater, and a warm bath. So I just put on my favorite sweater and got in a bath. That's not weird. Everything's fine. I'm completely fine. If she had been eating a Whataburger, it had been in the trifecta of things I know. that she missed. But I was like, why did you need a warm bath and a sweater when it's June in freaking Texas? Have we forgot this uh, freeform Same reason people? reason Jeanette needs a blanket wrapped around her at all times in 1995. Oh, and she wore a corduroy jacket to the mall, so uh, <sighs> she's sitting there still in the tub. And she's like, so how did it happen? And James like, what? She's like, you and Jeanette. And he's like, and I was like, I'm not sure you want to know. It involves a lot of tongue kissing. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Kate's upset because she feels like she disappeared and Jeanette immediately stepped in and took her place. And she feels replaceable. And Jamie said it was not like that. He was putting up missing posters one day and Jeanette offered to help. And she just kept coming around. So I had to sleep with her. I mean, (laughs) what you do? (laughs) And then she's like, so, and I heard you hit her. You hit people now? Who are you? And he's like, I'm your boyfriend. I'm still the same abusive fuck. I can hit you too. <laughs> it's great. 
He's like, well, mm-hmm. he says, Jeanette is an imposter. She didn't steal your life. She tried, but she didn't. You can get it back. And she's like, yeah, I don't want it anymore. It has cooties. <laughs> They're gross. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamie, get the hell out of here. So, Kate, where are we now? Okay, we're 1995, Kate. Yeah. And she is watching TV and eating pineapples and milk like a deviant. What is or that? Or like Burke Ramsey. I was looking at, because I, I, I rewound a couple times, like, is that pineapples and milk that, is that a thing that is a burke that's a burke ramsey nod because that's what he that's what they found on the counter oh. the next morning after john benet was found dead and that was like burke's favorite thing to eat or maybe it was John oh. Benet's. i don't remember which one but yeah that's a i did not like, know that and now i am creeped out nod. ew okay uh-huh. so she's watching tv and the show is called chit chat tonight and <laughs> The host says, this is so weird. She says, joining the ranks of lady killer Ted Bundy is Martin Harris. And I was like, what? They're comparing Martin Harris to Ted Bundy? Does she know who Ted Bundy is? But I think what she's trying to say is that they were both really charming, which also, like, Ted Bundy, not really that charming. He was just good at pretending he had a broken arm. I mean, that's not charming. And he drove a kind of a cool car. Yeah. Some guy walks in and turns off the TV and asks how her day was. And she stands up and shows him her belly button ring. So I guess it was pretty dope or whatever. And he (laughs) says, your body, your choice, but ouch. And so apparently this is her mom's new husband. She calls him daddy, which makes me think that he's been around a while, but I could be wrong. It comes up later, but yeah, he's been her dad since she was little. Let's see. She okay. was, they've been married since she was little. Okay. That's what I figured. Their relationship seemed really familiar, you know, like yeah. that he had been in her life for a while. They are solid, like very good relationship. The only good relationship I think she has. <laughs> Um, he says, you know, your mom's going to flip out. And Kate says, here's hoping. And he asks her how was therapy. And she says she didn't go because she's sick of talking about Martin Harris and that stupid Jeanette Turner and my feelings. So cut to 1994. Kate and her mom are in the kitchen. And her mom is telling her how the police really want to talk to her. They want a statement from her. And how she wishes they could go back to the way it was before when they were besties. And... For some reason, Kate has a Texas accent in this scene. I don't know if you caught it. Uh, she, it goes she, in and out. It goes yeah, in and out. Yeah, it does. Uh, maybe she lost it in the basement. Anyway, <laughs> Kate says, and I wrote this phonetically so that I could say it just right. Kate says, remember the last thing you said to me before I went a-missing? Her mom says, you know I didn't mean that. And Kate says, well, I certainly had a long time to wonder if you did. Her mom looks fabulous in those tight jeans and that white button up with the big hair. She, I was like, she is full on 90s She is glam. peak Texas. Woo! She is peak Texas. She looked cute. Quick cut now to 1993, and Kate is coming down the stairs looking for her mom who's not home. But her dad, his name is Rod, we find out, is on the phone, and he is seemingly arranging a hookup with some woman from a country club. And he's like, we just have to play it cool, okay? And the woman on the phone is like, yeah, of course. And he said, this is the most awkward, stupid conversation to have with someone you're having an affair with. He says, God, I don't even remember the last time we had sex, Candace. And Candace is on the phone saying, oh, it'll be so good. Thank you. And I laugh so hard. Oh, my God. Thank you. This is the lamest booty call ever. And Kate is crushed listening to this. I I even I wrote it down. I was like, he, did he just say sex? Did he just say okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
1994, Kate's friends, in parentheses, are telling her um, what she's missed while she was in the basement. So many things, like Kurt Cobain and River Phoenix dying. It's so sad. Oh, wait. You're sad. We forgot. (laughs) They're like, so how are you? And she's like, I don't know. It's not like I have anyone to compare notes with. You know, (laughs) not a lot of us basement dwellers around. Tennille, because she is the voice of wisdom, says, well... Annette Blankenship says Jeanette told her she saw you and you were chained to a wall. And Kate's like, I was never chained to a wall. To a bedpost, but not a wall. Stop lying. And she's like, Jeanette Turner never told anyone anything because she would have lost everything if I was rescued like her best friends who used to be my best friends. Burn! And Tania's like, that's our cue to go. (laughs) (laughs) Renee says, I promised your mom I'd get you to talk to the police. And Kate says, I will talk to the police when I want. I want to give a statement with purpose. I was like, how do you get out of the basement and then you don't have to talk to the police, like, right away? Like, right away, How yes. is this a thing? They, I mean, they have to keep that stuff fresh. Because she's rich. That's what Because she's is. rich. Mm. Yep. White privilege. Mm-hmm. So, in, back in 1993, Mom is getting ready for the garden party. And I'm sorry, Kate looks beautiful. She, all this dress that she has on it and the hair. I know. I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. I'm obsessed. Yeah, she is, a, whew, she looks beautiful. Kate's like, so mom, how well do you know Candace Johnson? And that's the woman on the phone that dad was talking about sex with. And yay. Um, And she's like, well, she chased after your stepdad before we got together. And she's like, you know, everybody wanted him when he moved to town. I think even Cindy Turner was talking about ditching Greg for him. I was like, what? She wants nothing to do with Cindy Turner, but she knows an awful lot about her life. Anyways. Uh But she says, but once your stepdaddy saw widowed me and my sweet little girl, he was hooked. And I was like, that sounds creepy. Like, it does. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> and so Kate's like, so is that why you don't like Cindy? Because she was, like, into daddy. And she's like, um, no. It's because I see her looking at me. It, like, she, it's like she wants to be me. It's creepy. That whole family seems so desperate. The weird apple doesn't fall too far from the creep tree. <laughs> and I was like, I am putting that <laughs> in my vocabulary. And... Kate's telling her, well, I don't trust Candace. I think she still has feelings for her dad. And her mom's like, so does the whole damn town. Everybody likes him. So they go and they get in the car. They're obviously driving separately to this party. And there's their backing out of the driveway. They stop to say hi to Scott, the landscape dude. And they're like, hey. And it's just, it's so random. Yes, it was. I didn't even write it down. I was like, who the heck is this guy? And then later I was like, well, I should have Well, they made a point to flash onto his landscape truck and his his name. I was like, that's important. It's going to come back later. So at the party, young Crease is working as a waiter while stepdad is talking about his football career. Um, Rod, the stepdad. And apparently Jamie's friend, whose name I can't remember, is it Ben? Ben. I can't remember. It is a bad. He's also being a waiter there, and apparently everybody works there. Yeah, apparently he's a great football player, and everybody loves him. Yeah, he's gonna lead our team to victory. And Martin Harris arrives, and he stares for a creepily long time at Kate, and then goes to talk to the men. He says he goes and shakes her stepdad's hand. He's like, "Oh my god, big fan! I had your jersey. That's mm, yay. Uh, have you seen that pretty still little- on my wall in my basement? Have you seen that pretty little girl over there?" <laughs> Then we flash quickly to a convenience store, and Jeanette and her dork squad are buying water balloons when um, Jamie's friend, apparently Ben, comes in for six bags of ice. I was like, that catered party didn't have enough ice. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, y'all have got ice at the country. You don't have a freaking ice machine. Freaking McDonald's has their own ice machine. Get shit together, country Uh club. And he comes over to the the dork squad, and he's like, you guys go to my school, right? And they're like, um, there's only one school. (laughs) 
that made me laugh really hard. But he's like, yeah, but we're like a grade below you. And he's like, oh, well, pro tip, shaving cream's a lot more fun. And they're, oh, they have to change it on the list. <laughs> so damn. Yeah. Let me tell you this one story right quick. So one time I was trying to make conversation with this new kid who moved into the row of townhouses across from mine. And I was like, hey, you ride my bus, right? And this little fucker says, it's not your bus. And that's what made me think of when he was like, you go to my school. I was like, I'm waiting for one of them to be like, it's not your school. And I was like, well, fuck me for being nice, I guess. So I never spoke to that little shithead again. And I hope he doesn't have any friends to this day. But anyway. I hope he's still riding a bus. God, fucking, that was so rude. I was like, okay, wow. I was like, I would have been like, you don't know my life. We own all the buses in this town, asshole. <laughs> Actually, is my bus. Actually. <laughs> I'm just letting the school borrow it. I sleep in it during the summer. You're welcome. <laughs> so, okay. So I was like, wow, are we watching Cruel Summer or Bridgerton? Because this is a scene right out of the Simon and Will playbook where you get upset and you go over and you box with your friend. I had Jamie is working on his girl punching skills. Oh, (laughs) screw you, Jamie. So Jamie and Ben are in a garage and Jamie is boxing and punching Ben's hands and got the little things on his hands. While he complains about how messed up Kate is. Let's talk about um, how her being kidnapped affected you, Jamie, for you. He just wants things to go back the way they were before. Like, what is it with people and other, you know, other people's trauma? And they're like, can you just please get over it so it can make my life, like, easier? Can you get out of the tub with your clothes on? God. Yeah. Or, like, the mom. Can we just be best friends like we were before? Put some earrings on and get out of the goddamn tub. Get over it. Ben says, <laughs> I like how I was like, Ben has changed his hair to like a side swoop across the forehead so you can distinguish between time periods with him. <laughs> you know, everybody, I have a little thing. And he says, you know that whole sh- don't shoot the messenger thing or like punch the messenger? Um, anyway, uh, Jeanette really wants to talk to you. And Jamie isn't interested. He's with Kate now. And Ben says, you have a history with her. Like, what, four or five months? Like, long history. And I've never seen you happier than when you were with her. Oh. <laughs> you owe her. I was like, what is that? In my notes, it says, I saw, <laughs> I've never seen you hairier than you were with <laughs> Screw you, autocorrect. And we're back to Jamie and his great hair. <laughs> Screw you, oh, autocorrect. Oh. What the hell, man? Anyway. <laughs> He's like, you you probably shouldn't hit her again, like you think. And he says he won't, but his words will hurt a whole lot more. He's going to go home and write some of them down so we can learn how to say them real good. And <laughs> so 1995, Ben... Now, with the same hair, but then he's got, like, some facial scruff. So take notes so you can tell the difference. He's talking to Jeanette's lawyer, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's telling her that he set up, quote, unquote, that meeting. Because at the time, he believed Jeanette. So the lawyer wants to know if he thinks Kate is falsely accusing Jeanette. He says he used to, but by the end of the summer, he didn't really know who to believe. And he still doesn't. The lawyer asks him if he blames Jeanette for what happened to him. Ooh, cryptic. We don't know. 
he asks her if she knows what a Rube Goldberg machine is. And I was like, oh my God, of course I do. Thank you, Gish. We've done many a Rube Goldberg machines in our scavenger hunt. Gish.com if you're interested. She obviously does not know what one is. So he explains it to her. It's like a thing and you drop something here and then this rolls down here and then this moves that. And it's just like a little train of effects. I said he goes on to explain the game Mousetrap to her. <laughs> it is exact Mousetrap, prime example of a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> And he says, that's what happened, and yeah, I guess I do blame her. Freaking Jeanette, she brought over the game. Screw her, yeah. man. <laughs> so it's 1994. What if that's what it was? What if she really just brought Mousetrap over? <laughs> and, and that's what got really heated. He lost the heated. game of Mousetrap. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been the same since that trap fell. <laughs> Damn marble. <laughs> so 1994. Kate's still in a tub, and her mom and stepdad are going to a party because why not? She seems fine. That's what you do. Jeanette's dad is dropping off young Crease to be a waiter, I guess, at this party. And they see this, and they side-eye the shit out of them. They're like, oh, going to a party after their daughter's kidnapped. Mm." Crease says uh, he gets gets to go work this party now because now that he's a high school grad, he can stay out late. And I was like, dude, you you graduated in 1975. I said, I think he meant now that he's an AARP member. (laughs) So he goes into the, goes to work, even though he's like seems to be like really late because the party's in full swing, and everybody's looking at him they're like, oh, that's Jeanette's brother. He's really old. I think he's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> and his friend comes quickly running up to him. and He's like, hey, how's it going? Let's back away from the party. And he's like, what? Why? What's happening? I'm here to work. And he's like, well, there's this rumor. About Kate Wallace and your sister, and that your sister knew she was kidnapped and didn't say anything, and um, it's creeping everybody out, so you can't be here. It has nothing to do with the fact that you look really old. Because I like your sister and your whole family. And Chris is like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go start a karate dojo. He says, says, don't be like that. And and Chris says, I will be like that. And I said, someone needs to drink their Ovaltine because they're in a bad mood. (laughs) He had to go start. Cobra Kai. He got things to do. Uh, so, um, in 1993, we're back at the garden party, and all the moms are talking about how cute Jamie is, and how cute he and Kate are together. And I'll bet they'll be prom king and queen this year. I mean, they were already homecoming king and queen. Oh, my God. Kate's paying no attention because she's seen her dad sneak off into the house with Candace. Quick flash to 1994. Kate, who is now eating a Whataburger with Jamie, so her life is Yay, complete. She yeah, she Yeah. And she's like, did you ever think about, you know, this time last year, everything was perfect. He's like, I don't know. He says something. She says, well, your parents can't keep you safe no matter what they say when they tuck you in at night. And he's like, I'll keep you safe. And she's like, it's cute that you think that's up to you. And I was like, oof. She asked him for a drink of water, which he goes and fills up in her bathroom, which I think is gross. And <laughs> bathroom water is disgusting. Just, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> and while he's gone, his pager goes off, and she, of course, checks it, and it says, meet you at 9 at the park. And I was like, what kind of pager is this? We had to text, like, 80085 to get a response, so it said boo. I always wanted a pager and never got one, so I don't even know. My, I was like, okay. My husband had one when we first got together. Or you had to text, like, 911 for someone to call you back, but whatever. I don't know who, how, what kind of pagers they had in the 1990s that did full messages. They didn't. So she quick like hides it like God, I wasn't looking when he comes back with her toilet water and says, so what are you doing tonight? And he's oh, just hanging with the guys after the party, totally forgetting the fact that I have a traumatized girlfriend. It's cool. And she says, oh, 
well, it's cool. I was kidnapped for a year, so I don't have to go to the party. <laughs> stop making it awkward. Please stop making it awkward, Kate. <laughs> 1993, we're back at the damn garden party, and now the moms are talking about how cute Martin is. These moms need a hobby. They need to get laid. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Um, and Kate asks her mom to talk, and her mom's like, what is it? And she says, well, I think Dad and Candace Johnson are having an affair. And her mom laughs, and then she looks around to see if anybody's looking, and she's like, you need to shut up. And she's like, no, I heard them, Mama. And she's like, come with me and see. You want to see it? It's going to be gross. And she's like, no, you are making up stories, and I'm not going to listen to it. And walks away. So Kate has to go follow her dad because there's nothing hotter than watching your parent have sex. Gross. So gross. So she goes in the house and she's she can hear them talking and it sounds super gross. And she can like see Candace's legs through a doorway. And then she walks in and realizes that they're looking at brochures. Her dad's like, oh, hurry, come in, shut the door. This is a romantic cruise I'm surprising your mom with. He's like, do you think you'll like it? She'll like it? She's like, oh, yeah. And she's totally thrilled that she's wrong. So she goes, hurries right back outside because Kate has not a brain cell in her head and walks up to her mom and she's like, mama, and interrupts again. And she's like, I'm so sorry, mama. I was wrong. I interpreted things wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And her mom like just grabs her and takes her away from like, oh my God, you're super embarrassing. And says, listen, when you make up false accusations about sins like adultery, that could ruin this whole family. That is very unflattering. You are embarrassing yourself. Run along. As I clearly stated, I do not wish to speak to you at this moment. And I was like, this is what crushes you, Kate. That's, I do not wish to speak to you at this moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. It's speech time, Mm. I guess. I don't understand why she gets to do the speeches. Me neither. But Joy, Kate's mom, gets to do these speeches. And we get another little tidbit of information about how she lost her first husband. He had cancer. So cut to her making a speech in 1994. And she's talking about how I'm sure everybody's wondering how we can be here so soon after Kate was rescued. And she basically says, what better occasion to be there than when their daughter is safe at home? We had evil living among us, right under our noses, but now he's rotten in hell. Hell. In hell. Cut again to her making the same speech in 1995, and she's talking about how tired she is. I'm tired. I'm tired of thinking about the monster that kidnapped her and about the girl who could have helped her but didn't. So here's to the good guys. And then quickly cuts back to her speech in 1993, and she's welcoming their newest... Now it's going to be like creeping up on me i said welcoming and i didn't mean to welcoming their newest neighbor martin harris so cue bikini kill as jeanette and the dork squad have shown up with their shaving cream balloons and start throwing them into the crowd and everybody's screaming and they're giggling they run to their bikes to take off and jeanette looks back to see kate walking out into the street and she gives jeanette kind of a half smile and as she's leaving the party so you know she's devastated because her mama does not want to speak to her at this moment so we hear modem sounds again and it's 1994 and kate is getting on the online And she's scrolling through chat rooms. And she clicks on one that's called Abduction Victims Chat. I was like, this is convenient. That (laughs) seems like a very niche. I mean, that's very specific. Chat. I mean, if you're locked in a basement, what better (laughs) chat? There wasn't a basement dweller against my (laughs) will chat. So messages from other members are popping up in the chat, but Kate right now is just watching them. She's not quite ready to make the move to participate in the chat. 
I was like, she had to come back and be like, internet? What is internet? After being in the basement. I mean, 1995, I was, or this is 1994. I was not on the internet. No. We didn't do that. I don't, I mean, I was in high school and we did not do the internets. Anyways, maybe it's just because I didn't have a computer. Maybe everybody else was doing it. My dad had something called Prodigy. Oh, yeah. You could get to a chat room. Like, it wasn't anything, like, it was not getting on the internet, so to speak. Like, there was no internet. There was nothing you could go to. Maybe I just didn't know what to do, but there was nothing to do. Yeah, I didn't. Like, 1998 was when the first time I can remember, like, doing anything. But anyways cut to 1993 and Kate is so upset because her mother does not want to speak to her in this moment but so upset that she is drinking straight from a bottle of champagne and repeating it over and over again like a psycho and she's sitting on the swings I do not wish to speak to you in this moment (laughs) and Mr. Scott the landscaper guy finds her because he's just creeping the playground late at night and um (laughs) and he finds her and obviously she's drunk for the very first time and she's like I thought my mama and I were best friends, but now I think she hates me. She hates Cindy Turner. She hates rap music, fatty <laughs> foods, and me. <laughs> it's like, wow. Your mom sounds like fun. Uh-huh. And she's like, you should call the cops. I'd be the prettiest girl in all the jails. And then throws up. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Scott says he's going to take her home. And as they're walking away, you they hold on the champagne bottle laying under the swing for a long time. So that's obviously going to come back later. And as they're walking away, she's like, can we stop at Whataburger? <laughs> and he says, yeah. And I was like, is that because her mom's not allowing her to have Whataburger? Is that why she's obsessed with it's it? It's fatty foods. That well, is so on I'm, the hate list. I'm assuming. So 1994, Jeanette is in the park waiting for Jamie. And he shows up and she's like, thank you for coming. Thank you for not hitting me in the face right now. And she's like, I didn't do the things Kate says. You know me. Kate's been through something awful. Maybe she's not in her right mind and coming find back to find her boyfriend with someone else. Someone he's great with. You're 16. Calm down. I know, right? And he says, used to be. And she's like, well, have you considered that maybe this is Kate's trauma talking, being locked up for months and seeing her abductor shot to death in front of her? So Jamie's like, well, I'm going to ask you this once. Did you see her? And she said, look at me. Look at my bruised face. No. Then Jamie's like, I don't know what to think. She's like, I would never lie to you. And immediately they start making out like hardcore as fast as they can. And as they are, creepy Kate is watching from the shadows because she finally got out of the tub. I don't know. She's over there dripping wet, like watching them like a creeper. With her Whataburger. (laughs) What are you guys doing? (laughs) I got extra pickles. (laughs) So back in 1993, um, Kate's mom has put her drunk ass to bed and she's downstairs now talking to Scott. And she's like, I don't know what's gotten into her. Drinking alone in public? Ew. (laughs) And so Scott's like, well, where's Rod tonight? She's like, down at the lodge with the boys. And (laughs) all of a sudden, they start making out. And because he called, I think he calls her, I thought her name was Joyce. But then they call her Joy. And she's like, you're the only one that gets away with calling me that. And they start making out. And as they're doing that, Kate's drunk ass stumbles down the stairs. And she sees them. And she hears them. And she hears her mom say, they need to keep careful because Kate's getting nosy. And so Kate's like, oh my god. She doesn't want to speak to me in this moment. She wants to bang somebody in this moment. I can't handle it. So she runs out of the house and starts running barefoot down the streets. 
I just, I don't know where she's going. She, bye, she gone. So, modem sounds again. It's 1994, and Kate is getting on the AOL, and her it's name 95. is Trump. It's 95. Oh, is it 95? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because in 94, she wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. 95, Kate is getting on the AOL, and her screen name is Traumarama79. <laughs> that totally could have been my screen name. Okay, 79 right here. The Cranberries start playing again, and she is ready to chat. She starts talking to one of the other members, and she asks... What do you think would happen if people found out? And the person asks if they found out which part. And Kate types that I haven't been completely honest. Ooh. Ooh. So then we see her going for a run in her pajamas and her headphones and her Walkman or whatever. I'm like. Late at night. Yeah. You've already been kidnapped once. You're going for twice. What's she doing? I was just getting ready to say that. Do you listen to true crime at all? Do you true crime? So, cut back to 1993, and she's still running down the road barefoot. And then cut to 94, and she's stomping off after seeing Jamie and Jeanette kissing in the park. And we hear a voice say, state your name, please. And she responds, Kate Wallace. And a tape recorder is placed on a table in front of her, and we see that she is at the police station, and she is very ready to give her statement with a purpose. So, she starts by saying, Jeanette Turner saw her while she was being held captive, and she doesn't know when. She didn't have a clock. She didn't have a calendar or clock. Duh. And the cop asks her, but you're sure it was Jeanette Turner? And she says, 100%, I even have proof. She says, if she wasn't there, then why would I have this? And then she lays the you go girl necklace down on the table. I think it was funny that they all knew that necklace. They're all like, oh, yeah, the ugly ass <laughs> necklace that Jeanette wears. The that, you go, girl, necklace. Uh-huh, we know. That proves it. That's so weird. 100%. So 1993, Kate stops running and she sits on a curb and starts crying right out in front of Mr. Harris's house. And he walks up to her and asks if she's okay. She says, no. I mean, she's sobbing, crying on a curb with no shoes. Do you think she's okay, Martin? Back to the interview, the lady, the lawyer, the other officer, I don't know, there's another person in the room, asks her how well she knew Martin Harris before the abduction. And she says, not well at all. So in 1993, back on the curb, Martin is asking if she needs help. And he introduces himself, and they shake hands. It's like a deal with the uh, devil. I thought that was yes. Like, mm. The more I look at him, the creepier he looks. Right. And I don't. Know. Uh, in 1995, Kate is now showing her mom her sweet new belly button ring, and her mom screams, "Sweet Jesus, are you trying to kill me?" They're all in the living room together, Rod and Joy and Kate. The news is on, of course, because no one watches anything on the show other than the news. And the newscaster says, in a strange twist in the shocking story of Jeanette Turner, Kate Wallace and Jeanette Turner will face off in a legal battle. The defendant is Kate Wallace, and the allegation is defamation. And Kate's mom just loses her shit. Kate is absolutely shell-shocked. The phone immediately rings, and Joy is screaming at Rod, Call our lawyers! And Kate is flashing to her, beating on the basement door, screaming for someone to open it, and crying. And then in 1995, Cage, Kate, wow, words that I can't, I only have three words written here, and I can't get them out. In 1995, Kate just rage screams, and then the end. Zombie, zombie. Yeah, see, like they're making it out to be like that when she's sitting on the curb is the day that she was abducted. 
but I don't know if that's yeah. the case. Because I don't know if that's the case. Because like, but what, I think so because she said that was the last thing you said to me was. I why is that the last you. thing that she said to her? That just happens to be okay, another well, thing. Maybe. But like when she was, they were showing her like hyperventilating and pounding on the door. She was in a bright red party dress. True. So. I don't know if like maybe he made her dress, I was wondering dress if maybe, up. That's exactly what I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if he had a wardrobe for her. Yeah, like, like, ugh. like maybe like beauty queen dress up. I don't know, or like a doll. I don't know. I don't know what their. I don't know what his situation is. I don't know what his freak was, but yeah. So I'm very curious. Well, that would make sense. I I, I need to know because you're like I do not wish to speak to you at this moment is not really like a thing that you would think about for months down in a basement. I mean, I wouldn't. But apparently she it doesn't would. seem traumatic enough, you know, so maybe that wasn't the last thing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the her last thing she said to her was bye. And she I hate you and fatty foods. <laughs> your daddy is not your daddy. Well, he's black, so I kinda figured that Duh. out. <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so that is the end of a smashing good time, and I don't know that we if we said it, but when Young Crease was getting out of the car, where his dad dropped him off at the party, he said it's yeah, it's gonna be a smashing good time because oh, I didn't yeah. even know that's what he said. I just thought it because she was drunk. I just figured that's what it was. But there you go. I thought it was because of the smashing. That makes the, way makes way more sense. I missed balloons. it. Oh, that too. Okay. I know. Okay. So th- okay. Oh, I see. I, I see, see your triple entendre. I see you. I, I see you. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. It's oh, not like what? Ted Lasso where they actually say the word out loud. <laughs> no, it's way more subtle. Mm. You got to think about it. This is a mystery show. It is. Okay. Well, I don't know what the next episode is called. Maybe I don't either. Surprise. I didn't look it up. So. But I'm excited to see how this unravels. I really, really like it so far. Me too. I really want to know what happens, and it's really hard not to binge it. So I am. Oh, I keep seeing people like in chat group, not chat groups. Dear Lord, it's not 1994. And um, the true crime groups, people will be like, you know, not related to the podcast, but is anybody watching Cruel Summer? Or you know, can we talk about? And I'm like, no, la 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 la, no, no, no. I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, I'm not in any of the true crime groups anymore because I just couldn't handle it. So, well, that's why you didn't know about Burke Ramsey and his pineapple. I didn't. Now that you say milk. though, it's familiar. Like I probably have heard that at some point, but yeah, that didn't stick out to me. That's a nice little. I mean, it's not nice. It's gross. I don't, uh, but it's, it's a thing. It's awful, but mm-hmm. but it is a thing. Good job. Writer, director, whoever slipped that in there. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, if you want to tell us about disgusting dairy and fruit combinations that you enjoy, (laughs) you could do that in many, many different places. Where could they do that, Tiffany? Well, I don't want to hear about it, really, but um, you could do that That's so original podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. You can go to Twitter at That's So Pod. You can send us an email at That's uh ugh. that's so original podcast at gmail.com i had to think about it i was ugh, i was thinking about pineapple as grossed out um <laughs> you can go to our website that's so original podcast uh yeah and dot com, dot com. don't forget the dot com because then you're just spinning around in cyberspace you don't know where you're at <laughs> You might end up in one of those basement dweller chat rooms. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I am. My brain just went. I was thinking about like, oh, I got to go back to work and I don't want to go back to work. 
You could find us on iTunes oh, yeah. and give us a five-star review and write something weird in the comments. We don't even care what it is. Just write something. That would be great. You could follow us on Spotify. You know what you could do that would be super great? You could tell one friend or family member over the next week about this podcast that you listen to that you think is really funny that they might enjoy. You could do that for us. That'd be great. Yeah. Or tell other podcasts that you enjoy us so they want to share some advertising or like we will we will hype them and they will hype us. That would be awesome. Yes, that would be great. That would be great. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. And I'm going to get out of this echoey room right now. And I'm going to go back to work. I'm so sorry. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.